Yerase. A fresh perspective on all things spiritual, self care, and wellness. Intentionally keeping things clear, simple, and easy to follow as you cultivate your personal power. My wish is for you to empower yourself, experience your divinity, restore your spirits, and create more magic in your life. I'm your host, Nas. What up, what up, y'all? This is a mini episode. I'm going to be talking about the astrological signs of the zodiac and their psychic gifts and abilities from what I've seen and experienced. There's no format. I'm just really going through Aries through Pisces, and yeah, we're just going to get started. So, with Aries, what I've noticed is that they're very clairvoyant, they are clairaudient, and they are claircognizant. And then they go into clairsentience. So what I mean is like they can look at a person and size them up and just know pretty quickly, hmm, should I be on my toes around this one or am I able to be comfortable? They see something, they know that they like it or they know that they don't like it and want to figure out why they don't like it. And they're very into music. They can hear things and they like listening to certain songs over and over again because it puts them in a certain energy, a certain vibe. Um, They also get messages from the lyrics. So just because you hear an Aries listening to the same song 20 times, they're getting something different from it each time. And when it comes to this clear knowing, they just know how things are going to go before it happens. And this could be positive, but it could also be negative because just humans, the way that our brains are wired, and I do believe Aries rules the head, is for it to protect itself, you know, for it to stay away from danger, to just like prevent things from going the wrong way. So Aries tends to fall into that. And that's why they enjoy letting loose and having fun and you know partying hard is because they don't like to always be in that mode and then they have very deep feelings that they kind of have a hard time sorting out they're like why am I feeling this way like they get upset that they feel things sometimes unless it's how they want to feel which is really happy like they get frustrated that they're not content or at peace And sometimes they get upset that they have this gift and ability. They also don't recognize or say it out loud. Like you won't really catch an Aries, say out loud, oh, I'm a psychic. Oh, I'm a medium. Oh, I do this. They're like down low about it. And they have their own understanding of whatever this stuff is. Like they don't need to explain it too much. They're very simple. So, And then we have Taurus. Oh, man. Tauruses are, well they rule the throat so they talk a lot they their throats get um taken over sometimes by whatever spirit wants to come through them and a lot of times they don't even remember what they talk about they're really good at being trans mediums they're also really good at mediumship work psychic work um counseling work beauty arts all that stuff like they They can see something and it makes them feel like this era or this vibe or and they don't know why they get caught up in the story and the and the love and the romance and the sadness of a thing. So let's say you guys are going shopping, right? Like with a tourist thrift. Let's say you go to the thrift store. They can be in the store. They will feel all kinds of feelings. They'll touch an item that they looked 
attracted to and then it has to feel right to them also they can feel the person it belonged to on them so they have like that clairtangency thing going on on top of their psychic mediumship channeling skills and abilities and they feel a lot and sometimes Tauruses don't know if what they're feeling is real or if what they're feeling is like made up and it's just them and it's really important for Taurus to be able to talk like communicate freely using their throat boxes about what they're feeling so you'll hear them say oh you know I just feel and da, 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 and they want to like step in and help they're oftentimes like big sisters or the oldest or um there's a lot of responsibility that they kind of went through Tauruses have experienced trauma and they end up being like mothers and fathers um, to people who are older they end up teaching they end up naturally just being like a guide for other people and Taurus doesn't they it's like they doubt their abilities Taurus has a thing where they weren't validated growing up um, for everything that they did and so they just do more until they feel satisfied and then They've always had this like spiritual connection that's like helped them get through whatever they needed to get through because they didn't have that physical support. So to them, they just think that spirit world, like everybody has that connection or everybody should have that kind of an understanding or and they don't know why they're so naturally good at it. Tauruses are very good at this just without any training. And what helps them is being in a community. What helps them is getting taught and teaching others what helps them is making sense of what they've experienced and sharing that in a very simple concise way as if they're talking to their younger self or small children who they don't want to end up being confused about their gifts and abilities so that's how Tauruses understand their spiritual gifts and abilities and they also really like um play like they like laughter that keeps them excited and nature like Nature makes a lot of sense to Tauruses. If they're not in it often, then they're out of sorts. Like they're just not themselves and things will move around them. It could get scary for Tauruses if they don't understand like why something's happening. And they also, um, they're so neutral that they may, I mean, it's not that they invite these things, but both dark and light entities and creatures are attracted to them because what other human around like does these kinds of things so it's really up for Taurus to to pick which way they want to go or what kind of practices they want to do but once Taurus makes peace with their natural gifts and abilities and they control it a little bit then they're gonna you know just take off and be their best selves and um, live a happy healthy normal life because all they want is peace and then we have Gemini so Geminis are <laughs> they they they're scared they're like mentally ill or that this borders mental illness or they're crazy but they have a lot of women in their family and men too who were like they did this kind of like psychic work whether they know it or not um they may have like a grandma that did tarot readings or maybe they have like a grandfather who was like a medicine man or something like that like it's in their it's in their lineage somehow and they reject it like they 
they get a lot of information through thinking like thoughts they just ideas just pop up and they're just like oh my gosh i'm just this like electric light bulb of just like bah, 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 stuff all the time just coming to me and they have a hard time catching it and completing tasks or like doing anything with it and so it's important for them to write everything out or have some kind of artistic outlet so that they're able to um use that as a medium. So if you see this picture in your mind, Gemini, and it's a beautiful scene, it's like color it, draw it, paint it, describe it, write it down, make it a song, something. And they also get a lot of information from, once again, like music. So whether it's a, a beat or a lyric or something they're them, the, themselves lyricists, like they can just channel words and they can, um, what is it? It's like trancy mediumship stuff as well. Um, but they don't know that it's happening to them. They just think that it's like, oh, I just do this sometimes. No, you're allowing something to blend into your energy and, you know, inspire you and you're in a relaxed state. You're in like a trance state so you can let things flow through you. But yeah, Gemini gets really stressed out um, about it not working at will. Like it just happens when it happens and they don't really know how to control it. Um, doesn't I haven't seen Geminis really try to invest in um, professional development like over a long time. Even though they can describe things very well as if they're, they have like a deep knowledge of it. Um, that's also part of their like gift and ability. They can articulate things to the point where you believe that they're an expert, but really they're not. They're just able to organize the thoughts and the things that they, um, you know, have been picking up on, but don't necessarily understand. So that's what I've seen um, Gemini's kind of experience. And it really depends on the other placements in their chart, how, how this will manifest in their worlds, because it's it's kind of up in the air. Um, it's kind of up in the air for them. But they hear a lot of things and sometimes they don't know if it's them or not. And they get confused, you know, thinking it may be mental illness and they, they'll go to therapy and therapy won't work for them. It's a spiritual development and like them learning more about themselves and appreciating their gifts that will help. And then we have cancer. So cancer is also one of the spooky 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 signs that they they're very active in the dream world and they're really good at blocking things off if they don't want to connect to it um but they have a lot of disturbances in their sleep like they'll wake up tired or they'll wake up like and then they have to pray because they didn't like their dream or they just wonder like why did i see that what what did that mean like they're always wondering why they see what they see and they have a very large concern for the state of the world. For whatever reason, they're very like future oriented, but also, you know, not trying to repeat the past, like the, the lessons in the history. They're, they're kind of like time travel if that makes sense to you, Cancers, where it's just like, oh, no, oh, no, this has happened before. Why, why didn't we learn the lesson? And then they feel like they have to be responsible for healing or fixing whatever. And it's like, actually, you can get into the dream world and start looking at certain things that maybe were missed. 
So they can go back into their visions is something that um, I've seen with cancers. I've also seen cancers be like the death doulas and the birth doulas. Like they know when a baby's coming in or when someone is dying. And they have been around a lot of people who have experienced grief if if it hasn't been themselves. Like there's been like traumatic deaths, suicides, murders and stuff like that. Um, People getting shot, accidents. Like they just know about death is what cancer, um, what I've seen with cancer. And, um, yeah, it takes a toll on them, but they don't let you see it. They, they also look very angelic or peaceful and safe. Like for whatever reason you, you just trust them, but their eyes, you can tell a lot by their eyes that it just speaks more than what they're actually saying. Um, so yeah, that's what I've seen in cancers. And with Leo, let's see. Hi, hi, hi. What am I going to do with you, Leo? <laughs> um, Leo needs a lot of like um, positive affirmations, especially when they're coming into this work because they doubt, they want to be better or like be told that they're good or that it meant something um, to the person that they were helping. So Leo doesn't like using their gifts and abilities if it's for, for just for whatever. Like there has to be some kind of purpose associated to their gifts and how they, how they give that out. So for example, let's say you are having a reading with a Leo medium or a psychic or something and they keep looking at you and you just stare at them and you're not smiling, you're not shaking your head yes or no, you're not like, uh-huh, oh, wow, like saying all these things. They feel they're doing a horrible job and they want to quit and they never want to do this again. Oh my God, am I making this up? Da-da-da. And then you, all, if, all you say is like, thank you. Like they actually care versus someone like Taurus who's like, okay do what you will with the information whatever bye next and um they're detached like Tauruses are detached whereas leos are invested and so that's that's something that kind of hurts them when they do this kind of work but they learn that a lot of it isn't about the other person it's about them perceiving the other person and then they they're really good at going into other people's heads like leo they they'll figure out like what you need what you want how you want it and stuff like that but then they think that that's friendship or that that's healthy and then when leos don't get that in return it gets upsetting for them and then they're just like but how come you don't understand me And they put a lot of, it's like projection, like astral projection, like they can go into your space, they can check on you where you're at. They're also very um, sensitive. Sometimes they they just start getting sad for no reason. And it's because someone else's sadness is floating over into, into Leo's energy. And they've decided to take it on as if it's their own. And it's just like, Leo, why did you do that? Like, why did you feel the need to be this like, you know, spiritual gas station where you just, you know, wash everybody's stuff off them and then you have the mess all on your floors. Like, it doesn't make sense. And so Leo, Leo does well when they're around other people who are different than them. So like, let's say Leo is a 
like Leo does Reiki, for example, or Leo is like a dream um, journalist or something like you interpret dreams or you're like a tarot reader. Leo can't be friends with someone that does that. Leo has to be friends with someone that does like yoga or um, singing med- med- bowl meditation or Tai Chi. Like Leo likes being around people who are different and they stay in their own lane. So it's not like a threat um, to their, to their gifts and abilities, which is funny. Um, but then uh, as they grow in their confidence, then they're able to, to build that community, which is what they wanted, you know, in the first place, because they don't like being the only one that does what they do. And there are so many people out there that do what you do. So it's like, a learning how to make friends with your gift and then making friends with other people that have the gift that I've seen in Leo space and then Virgos Virgo sorry I gotta like get Leo out of my space really quickly because they're all up in the heart chakra right now I'm just like you gotta go (laughs) bye Virgos are really 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 good at making things look easy when they're not Um, Virgos, you probably want to be a spiritualist because you came across someone who had some kind of Virgo placement in their chart. So maybe their 10th house, 6th house, 1st house, whatever. And you're like, oh, it, it looks easy. Oh my gosh, they're making all this stuff. Oh, I could do that too. And then you start doing it and you're just like, oh my God, this is not what I want to do or be. Like, this is actually hard. And then Virgos are like, yeah, I'm not going to clean you up. Like you, you made this mess, you clean it up. But then they also get upset because they're just like, oh man, I don't want you to, you know, feel bad because I didn't have help. And so I want to help you because I didn't have help and I, I want to be a good person in this world. And like, I know that this is like a positive deed that I'm doing. So it's like they, they go back and forth about, wanting to stay away from other people who are going through experiences but stepping in because they didn't have guidance and so they want to be a guide just and it's not because they want to it's because that's who they are like Virgos are the teachers they're the ones that will help you figure out like step by step like okay you're at this stage right now and you will figure it out on your own. Like I'm not going to, Virgo's not going to tell you what to do. They're going to watch you figure it out and encourage you as you get closer to learning your lesson. And Virgo has a lot of experiences. They don't necessarily need school. They have gone through the school of life and just living and having like, oh, trauma, get that. Oh, okay. Love had that, have it, finding it, being it. Um, when it comes to the, the work that they do too, it's very related to like your self-care, your boundaries, like how do you heal yourself in order to be of service to help other people because they've burnt out, they've had a lack of support and they had to build it from the ground up. And so they really can teach you how to do that as well. But they have to be in an energy where they feel like they're not just being taken from and that the community also is giving back to them because they, they don't feel loved. It feels like they feel burdened by doing this kind of work because of um, because of everything they've gone through and what they don't share. 
because Virgo doesn't share a lot. And the more that they share, the more people feel entitled to, to, oh, I need more, I need more, I need more. It's like, shut up. I already gave you free stuff. So use that. I'm not going to learn your life lessons or like walk you through it so it's easy breezy because that's me taking karma on for you. And so that's how Virgo is when it comes to their spiritual gifts and abilities and they respect people who are like Virgo hi how are you how are you feeling like if you bring them a gift if you take care of them if you nourish them oh my god baby respect they will treat you like a king and queen because of the treatment that you gave them and so they have a lot of feelings about stuff and they're actively in the present because how do I say this? It's like they know when the past is creeping up and that they have to stay present to be able to create the future that they want for themselves. So it's like they're also a time jumper. They're aware. They're just here. They're a good balance of like earth stuff and spirit stuff. So check out where you have Virgo in your chart. And then we have Libra. Libras are natural mediums. They're in between worlds all the time and they don't even know it. Libras are daydreaming at lunch, in a work meeting, driving, and they're like, oh my God, how did I get here? Like they are just floating on a cloud most of the time. They, if they don't like something, they reject it. And it's a form of protection. Like Libra is really good about protecting themselves or leaving their bodies when something is hard. And then they come back when it gets easier, when they know it's safe again. So it's kind of like astral projection stuff that they're good at. Um, They're also good at, once again, it's like the psychic spiritual mediumship where they can see and talk to dead people who had bodies who are now in another dimension. Libras are also really good at like um, investigative journalism. So whether you've lost an item or you have... um, like an unsolved murder mystery TV show that you're watching, but they're very like, oh yeah, that's just, that's just, that's just like what it is. Like it's not a big deal to Libra and Libra gets scared. The more, um, people try to like explain what's actually happening to them. Like if Libra knew how all this shit worked, they probably wouldn't want to participate in it because it was just like too much And they just want to be here and like, you know, be a human and they don't understand why the world is ugly. They don't understand why we have war. They don't understand why people can't just like have like 20,000 like lovers all at one time and just like make love, not war, you know, like they're very Venusian. It's like disgustingly romantic, you know, where you're just like, oh, get a real, like, that's how they see the world, which is positive. And they also have like uh, healing abilities through like long distance. So if Libra sends you love, or if Libra sends you um, a thought or something, telepathy, telepathic communication, they're good with like things that move through like air and space and time. So they're not really bound to the physical world. And then we have Scorpio. Oh my God. Okay. I'm like, Scorpio. Scorpio, you fucking psycho. This is so funny. They're showing me like 
I don't want to say it's, like, scary, but, like, they're, like, the daredevils. Like, they were just showing me, like, a motorcycle right now that they're, like, riding this motorcycle on, like, lava flow. And that the wheels on the motorcycle are literally catching fire and they're just, like, cackling. And so when it comes to their their emotions, like, Scorpios know all about feelings. They're the clairsentience 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 they go deep they go fast they're able to take the heat they're able to see what the hell caused this fire they're also fireproof so it's like they can be in the fire and just like chill out and stay there for as long as they need and then when they're done they're just like all right you know what it's getting a little warm so i'm gonna go cool off and then they'll just ascend so they're able to use their anger, use their very deep, deep, powerful um, ability to go. It's like there's no ending to how deep they can go. They can pull from that source, that energy from within themselves. It's not going out somewhere. Like they're not in outer space. They're not going to the earth. It's like deep within themselves. They pull all this energy and they're able to transform themselves. So you might see Scorpio a year ago and they'd be like 400 pounds and you see them like tomorrow and they're like 120 and you're just like didn't even recognize them and it's because they were like yeah I'm ready to shed all of this like spiritual crap I've been holding on to wasn't even my own and now I'm done and so it's over for you so it really just takes a decision for Scorpio to be done with something um if you make eye contact with a Scorpio and you can hold it. They like that you're able to handle their intensity and so they want to play with you. And so they're really good with like shadow work stuff and you can't have a healthy spiritual life if you don't address the shadows. So these are some of the most powerful healers you can work with because they're able to recognize how uncomfortable you are with how deep your stuff goes and they will hold your hand and have you lead the way and they just explain to you what it is that they're seeing like oh like I know it feels this way but how I'm seeing it and feeling it is like this does this make sense to you and then you're like yeah or no and then they try to tell it to you in a different way so Scorpios will try to find where you're at and meet you there and tell you how much you can handle at that point and Scorpios are actually very gentle they will not burn you. They will not give you information in a way where it will scare you because they know what it's like to be scared and to have information received in a way that was a little nasty and jarring. And they're, they fucking hate that. They're just like, you're a bitch for saying this to me in this kind of way. And I will never do that to somebody else if they seek my, you know, spiritual assistance or guidance. No matter how much I hate a person, I will never it's like they have this like thing with vulnerability they have like a code set up in their in their psychic spiritual like moral thing where when it comes to like love vulnerability like babies children like they just it's like soft like I don't know they know that it's like a big responsibility and also they don't want to soil the innocence or spoil something that is so pure so they can sense the purity in people, they can sense the trauma in people and know if 
they will communicate with you or not. Because Scorpio's like, you know what, baby? You don't need to know about this trauma, but we can just be like friends and keep it surface level. And then they have other friends who they're just in full on like telepathic communication the whole time they're next to each other. And then they have other friends who they can just do more like spiritual, esoteric, metaphysical stuff with that they only see at these events. And they have a lot of different groups where they're able to get whatever emotional fulfillment and nourishment that they need. Scorpios also have a direct line to heaven and like God, but they also have a direct line to the underworld if they wanted to open that up. And so they're not they walk like a very fine line and they're always connected and some Scorpios will choose to play in the darkness and some will choose to walk that line of just like respecting both dark and light and then other Scorpios will be like yeah I you know I can do that but I don't want to I'd rather just stay in the light and leave that to other people who want to just be in that energy and so it's up to Scorpio and their and where they're at in their journey and what they're going to be able to provide people. But usually you, it's just like a vibe. It's an energy. They're like magnets of um, transformation, whether you like it or not. If you're next, if you're standing next to one, even at a store, you'll just feel like something has happened. And all of a sudden, spiritually, you're like more aware, you're alert, you're recognizing things, you're putting two and two together. You're just like enlightened all of a sudden you're getting memories from the past the future the present and you just want to be you just want to connect more to yourself because of how connected Scorpios are to themselves so they're like um they're messengers of self of God and of like the shadows and how it all wraps up into like a person and they're all of the, they're clairaudient, claircognizant, clairsentient, clairtangent, like they're everything. Um, but they pick and choose like what they want to play with. They do the dream stuff like Scorpio, all the water signs really, they just manifest in different ways. So Scorpios can handle the intensity. They like it. It's like it makes them laugh. Like the thought or the fear of like being so close to like the edge. It's like makes them feel alive you know like they're fully here living this like human life having an experience and then Sagittarius Sagittarius travel is this very deep form of uh, self-care of spirituality for them Sagittarius gets invited to to experiencing things like going to like a temple or going to a mosque or going to a church or going to a service they're invited in they don't look for stuff how other signs may look for stuff they're the ones who appreciate and really try to find the truth like Sagittarius doesn't give a shit about books about like Jesus Gandhi whoever else they just want to know it for themselves and when they know it for themselves they can just be this physical embodiment of what they believe in spiritually and that's it like it's like a way of life for them it's not something that they want to overly explain um you just watch them and wonder how they're doing it and that wonder should lead you into some kind of like self-discovery maybe you google 
about a place or maybe you ask them or maybe you're nervous to ask them and question like why you're nervous to ask Sagittarius like why they're also really good about um what is it clairtangency like they're hands-on healers they're really good about like uh being in professions like massage therapy or esthetician work or they're like hairstylists or chiropractors or physical like they're they put their hands on the body somehow and they're able to tell like oh I feel the disturbance here they're energy workers some of them um also enjoy cooking that's like a form of their spiritual stuff they're like kitchen witches they're uh kitchen spiritualists where they can make a tea and it just it's regular tea but it's like if Sagittarius makes it you just feel better all of a sudden because their energy's in it and they also make they just make stuff with their hands they're very handsy people whether it's music whether it's a piece of poetry whether it's a form of clothing if they make it it just has a sparkle to it and um it's a lot of laughter and like light energy too so i also feel as though um scorpio and sagittarius like they work really well together um because sagittarius needs help with the things that are a little more serious in life and Scorpio they like the spontaneity and the randomness and just like you know to get out of the routine of how do I say this it's like not making it so sacred or you know spiritual like you don't have to have like a boring ass routine it's like you have this freedom of okay yeah I'll go to the mosque with you sure like why not Oh, you were invited. You're inviting me now. Okay, that's fine. Even though, you know, this person might be like a practicing Christian. It, it's like Sagittarius makes other people comfortable to try something new related to spirituality because they've tried it themselves. And they're like this warm invitation, warm introduction. And they also like to use like different healings on themselves. Like maybe it's like they go to like a Native American shaman to do like, you know, uh, herb medicine, or they go to Peru and go to like a sweat lodge thing or something like that. So there's a lot of things that they try and they, they figure out like, do I like this? Do I not like this? And then it's years, years, years later, like when they're in their like 50s, 60s that they're like, okay, I'm done living my life. Let me go like play and teach and just have fun now. And then they'll become like spiritual teachers. So that's, that's Sagittarius energy. And then we have Capricorn. Capricorn's another medium. Capricorn's someone who knows about death and births, like baby stuff. They're the ones who are like, um, the gatekeepers. Like they know about the, when something's gonna, when someone's gonna go, when someone's gonna come. They just have a feeling. Capricorn's gifts are like, oh, I know who's going to text me. I know someone's thinking about me. I know. I just know. Like, they just know things. They just feel things. And the knowing and the feeling is um, the way that it works the most. And then when they start trusting themselves, then they can see things. Because if Capricorn doesn't have trust, then they cannot fully... They just can't fully step into their power and so they act like this like halfway like oh I don't know oh maybe oh, I'm, 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 and then they're just like stuck so Capricorn also learns a lot of their lessons by 
being hard-headed about learning them when that's happening and then after it happens and after they've learned it they're like oh okay and then they see other people going through lessons that they've experienced themselves and they can act like gentle reinforcements without stepping in to like tell someone what to do because that's a thing Capricorn has recognized is like when they tell people what to do it doesn't feel good but when they invite people to come up with their own solutions and it gets to that answer and Capricorn didn't have to say it that's when it's like okay now you have the critical thought process now you can think and trust and you get to see like how they how they go from self-doubting or confusion to clarity to making steps to taking actions you know what I'm saying so that's it's like that's what um Capricorn does is like they they clear they pave paths they're the ones who like went through it first and then walked back and then showed people, oh, this new road until that road gets super like used up that it's no longer viable or it's just like too busy that they have to create another new road. So Capricorn's always figuring it out as they go along and needing to trust their intuition because it's happening for them in real time. And, huh. They're also really good. Once again, it's like the the physical world stuff, the cooking. There's it's a meditative practice for them. They sort themselves out. The showering, they think a lot in the shower. Water is also a conduit. The spending time in nature, they need a lot of alone time, but they also need attention. So it's like, give me space, but give me attention. Like be in the same room with me, but don't be talking to me so I can just be by myself, but have the comfort of you being there with me. So they're very complex. It's like the dualities of like yin and yang, good and bad, light and dark are all, it's just Capricorn energy. It's like at one time and it gets complicated for them to explain or express why or, you know, how things are happening within them because it sounds contradictory. So it's really important that Capricorns develop like spiritual prayer practice to connect to themselves and source god okay aquarius aquarius can go hi aquarius i'm seeing you hovering above your body i'm seeing you with your spiritual gifts and abilities it's like planetary stuff like you can feel what the energy's like on Neptune right now if you wanted to. And then you could come back and be like, oh, it's too dense on Earth. Okay, I'm going to go to Venus. Oh my gosh, I'm like loving this vibe. It's just so warm and feminine. And then you come back and then you're like, all right, that was fine. And then you'll find these cosmic energies in people, situations, experiences. Like you also are a vibe. So it's very important for you to make sure that you like, enjoy the colors that you're wearing aquarius are very visual like they're clairvoyance but they're also like if they don't want to use their gifts and abilities they like to be in a space that feels like that energy they're trying to like look at or embody so they'll change their spaces a lot they're really good at like feng shui they're really good at like clearing energy work stuff they're really good at um making sure that everybody's needs are met and they can tell if they're going to continue to be friends with someone you know like 
pretty quickly based off of their morals and their um their ethics and their just the way that they carry themselves out in the world and so they're very like how do i protect the earth how do i create long lasting legacy how do i heal myself to heal my ancestors to heal whatever like original pain or root happened here they're really good if they want to get into like psychotherapy or psychiatry or psychology or social work or whatever like the counselor folks because they are detached and they can pan out and see super far back like not just the problem you're talking about but where it originated the kinds of mental um conditioning you had growing up the kind of conditioning your parents had their parents had like they can go really far back in time to see like where something started so aquarians are really good historians they're really good at keeping track of the facts like for folks who are interested in spirituality and science and spirituality and connecting the dots between something and seeing how everything is kind of like one oh my god we're all connected uh like that those are the aquarians they get very excited about teaching what they know and they're also not going to pretend like they know more than they do so you can expect aquarians to let you know that they don't know and that they will meditate on it and that they will pray on it and that they will think about it and then will come to some kind of like conclusion that's not even a conclusion because with new information they change their minds so they're kind of like jokers or like uh, contradictory as well and Aquarians are always like, they don't, they feel like they don't really know themselves. So if anyone else tells them about themselves and they're impressed, okay, they're going to like you. But if Aquarians are told about themselves by someone else that doesn't know themselves, they disregard you. They forget about you. They're like, huh, who are you? Like they, they just forget. So they have this clearing, once again, ability to just clear crap out and turn it off and just change focus. So that's part of their power. And then we have Pisces. Hmm. Pisces, I'm seeing getting lost in scripture, in books. I'm seeing Pisces not being satisfied with what it is that they know, which is also something that they know about themselves. It's like the ones who feel like they're cursed are the Pisces placements. They're the ones who are like, why do I feel as much as I feel? Like they ask why. But when it comes to somebody else and like their issues with their spiritual gifts, they're like, oh, it's easy. You just do da 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 da. So they're the ones who are really good at helping solve problems, but not necessarily their own. And they know it. And they're also very, um, they have an insecurity when it comes to their art because it, how do I say this? There's a lot of pressure when it's just Pisces as a human creating stuff, but there's a sense of happiness and joy and bliss when they're connected to spirit world and they can hear music and they can, you know, create all these things. And it's like, you know, they just feel supported and they don't care if they put it out and it sounds like crap 
you know, to whoever. They're not putting it out for people who are like, um, they're not putting it out for others. They're putting it out for themselves. And so, but they do have this thing where they're just like, yeah, no one's going to like it. No one's going to listen to it. And then maybe some people do, you know, that you never know what's going to happen. So it's like their lack of self-confidence or self-belief helps them with being detached and allowing things to kind of flow to them. So they're kind of like these magicians that don't really know how to manifest, but they know how to manifest at the same time. And they know when they're not feeling good that they they shouldn't ask for stuff. So they focus on kind of gaslighting and being delusional about like, oh, I'm so rich. I'm so this, I'm so that. And then actually like stuff starts happening for them because they're just like, I ain't got nothing to lose literally. So I might as well pretend or act like I'm this thing. And then they end up becoming this thing and then realizing, oh, I don't want to be this thing anymore. What else do I want to be now? So they're always changing and shape-shifting. And so Pisces, they're not confident they're not sure about their spiritual gifts and abilities although they do have it and the thing that they know the most is that they have a lot of feelings and so these are the clairsentience these are the folks who are just like oh that's just the way the world is but no it's not and they don't they're the ones that have been taught that they have a lot of like responsibility like it's their job to help people even if you need help like you still have to help other people so they go into overgiving overhelping oversharing and they end up in toxic cycles which is how they learn their lessons as well like they see how they contributed but they also see how they took and how they were acting out of line or out of order pisces are really easy to possess um because they want to leave their bodies at times like they don't want to be here on earth like it doesn't make sense to them like why the world is how it is and so they're just like i'd rather be like a spirit or i'd rather be this or i wish this like they're never content with where they're at and so they go to these places and then i don't know what like it's like they don't know what happened to them like why does pisces have this bruise why does pisces have this cut on their finger why does pisces have why is Pisces having all these dreams about things that feel real, but then it's like, you know, did it really happen or did it not happen? So they have issues with like reality. They also have uh, issues with like self-soothing a little too much, like their addictions and things. And they can feel stuff in their space. Like if something moves and, or they just feel an energy shift, they're just like, oh my God, something's here. And they don't do anything about it because they're just like, okay, spirit world, like you're here for a reason. And like, they want to learn what the reason is instead of just having those boundaries and saying, get out of my space right now. So that's how I've seen Pisces with their gift. It's like, they act like they're not in control or in charge and have a difficult time unblending from things that may not want them to be in their own bodies so it's like possession but when they clear these things out then they get really excited about life and they believe things are actually possible for them and they're not feeling like responsible to help and take care of everybody because that just means that they're not trusting that you know spirit universe god is going to take care of them it's like they 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 want to be the ones that just like help and heal everybody which doesn't help them move forward or you know so there's this like martyr, like self-sacrifice energy that they have that they have to get used to. Also, like they're not the best at charging or asking for money. So if you have a Pisces friend that you know is really gifted and you talk to them a lot about like spiritual stuff 
and you don't pay them, it's kind of fucked up. But also they're going to be like, no, you're my friend. Da, da, da. And it's just like, you got to teach them boundaries. And you might want to take a look at your Pisces placement because you might be like that. Like maybe you have Pisces in the fourth house. That's how you are with your family. Maybe you have this in the seventh house. That's how you are at work or in relationships or in your um, marriage or something like that, where you're just like, you don't know where you start and where someone else ends. And so definitely take a listen to this and let me know if this resonated hit me up dm me or whatever you want to do leave a review and shit and yeah i'm gonna do more more stuff like this because i see a lot in people in my sessions i can't even begin to describe how how much you learn psychologically emotionally spiritually about the world by doing this kind of work um yeah and i guess in the next episode i'll talk about like my personal experiences how like i accepted my gift how i like to work and the importance of having a practice where you ground clear protect refill you know like your space and i'm also working on creating like this guidebook super cute um i think there's like five chapters yeah it's like 30 pages of how to do that so it's gonna be oh my god it's gonna be cute it's gonna be a podcast that has a workbook oh i love this and also workshops are coming soon as well so not workshops, play shops, because work sounds so annoying, and we're going to play. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you had fun learning about your astrological signs, your placements, your natal charts. We'll get into natal charts and astrology in future episodes as well. So enjoy the rest of your day, you little psychic, medium, sensitive energy people. (laughs) Talk to you later. Bye. I'm so glad that you found me on your journey. I hope to catch you next week's episode. Connect with me on Instagram or YouTube at Readings by Nos. Check out my website at yarase.com and subscribe if you'd like to receive my seasonal newsletter and stay up to date with my offerings and projects. If you'd like a reading, you can book a remote session with me there. Feel free to send me an email with questions you'd like answered, stories you'd like to share, comments, concerns, or if you just want to stop by and say hello. I look forward to connecting with you. Stay blessed.